Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. Kubi, Chief Investment Officer at Northstar Investment Management Corp. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing two members of our investment research team, Jim Lane and Brooke Kubi, who wrote about small cap material sector dynamics in our recent white paper titled Meddling in Materials. So who wants to start? I'll jump in. Northstar's small and micro cap strategies have almost 50 material sector companies to choose from based on our $2.5 billion market cap limit. So this is actually one of the smaller sectors we follow and invest in. But the Russell 2000 Basic Materials Index has produced annual returns averaging 10% annually for the past 20 years. So although small, we think it's worth it to mine for winners. Right, Brooke. As with most sectors, usually only about a dozen or so stocks will screen within our parameters for new buy candidates. So this sector offers pretty efficient opportunities for Northstar to allocate capital. Okay. So given the detailed research paper is available on our website, let's cut to the chase and cover the highlights. What do you mean by efficient opportunities and where are the likely opportunities for those small cap North Star strategies right now? Well, Eric, what we mean by efficient opportunities is that we have five team members working on our two differentiated small cap strategies. So we're trying to be efficient with our own human capital. In addition to that, we're trying to be as tax efficient as possible by keeping turnover low. So we do have a set of six pillars or six characteristics to score every stock that we consider. And with just 50 market cap eligible stocks, materials is one of the simplest sectors for us to analyze. Okay, I understand now. And any subsectors of materials that you generally favor or disfavor? Well, in general, Eric, we tend to disfavor subsectors that are very popular with investors, and we tend to favor subsectors that are out of favor with the same investors. And right now, that includes a lot of stocks that are out of favor. Right. And from our research, we did find that this is a sector where 50% of the market cap is in industries that will grow more slowly than the global economy in the next few decades. So that's also something to consider. Well, that that doesn't sound very positive. Does that mean that 50% of the stocks uh, in this universe are out of the question for investment? You know, Eric, not necessarily. In fact, it can be promising that 50% of the market cap of small cap materials is probably going to consolidate because economies of scale are so important to maintaining margins. So here we're looking for regionally dominant operators of sand, gravel, and stone businesses and the like. What we used to know as quarry companies, but Wall Street seems to call aggregates businesses these days. And one of our six pillars is simple businesses. So there aren't many businesses that are simpler than a quarry company. It also helps that there are two industry behemoths that are acquisitive in this area, Vulcan Materials and Martin Marietta. In fact, Vulcan Materials bought out one of our previous fund holdings, U.S. Concrete, in 2021. And that was a great example of what we try to do, which is find stocks of businesses that score highly on our six pillars, including managements that steadily create shareholder value and understand how to build businesses that may be attractive acquisition candidates ultimately to larger industry players. Right. So either regional dominance or expertise in a specific attractive product is critical in small cap materials where companies essentially own land with lots of rock and that turn big rocks into all sorts of smaller rocks. 
based on our experience with U.S. concrete, which Vulcan materials acquired, as Jim said, regionally concentrated operators make attractive acquisition targets. So I'd, I'd also like to add that these are the non-metallic, economically cyclical players in the materials sector. With these names, we use a long-term discounted cash flow valuation approach. However, in sharp contrast, in the metallic sub-industry, we would apply a growth at a reasonable price or GARP approach to valuation. Unlike the basic non-metallic segment, these rock companies, metallic materials companies serve many companies in the growing technology industries that include clean energy, surface coatings, electronics, water treatment, and similar industrial endeavors. So how can a value-oriented investment fund be involved in all in what seems to be growth industries? You're right, but even within the growth industries, we find that certain stocks and even entire sub-industries can meet our valuation parameters at times. Usually this happens when they fall out of favor for some reason, and especially temporary reasons, or some transitional factors such as regulatory issues, lawsuits, or sometimes just even irrational investor fears. And a couple examples of that where we wouldn't be involved today, but we're looking to get involved would certainly be lithium and nickel. Lithium is a metallic material that is probably in a price bubble right now, so not of interest to us. That price bubble is due to supply chain issues. The stocks are therefore somewhat elevated and involve a lot of speculation. Our research suggests that there's actually no underlying shortage of lithium in the world. There's just a lack of access because of the supply chain issues. So lithium is something that ultimately we'd like to be involved in through some well-run business, but we'd avoid unless prices overcorrect to the downside. Nickel is another metal that seems to have investor speculation driving its price. So right now, it's another avoid for us, but it is key to the electric vehicle market expanding dramatically. So again, like lithium, if nickel prices were to overcorrect to the downside, we would really look at that area as, as a potential investment opportunity. Okay, so those are a couple of areas to currently avoid. Any metals that we currently do like? Traditionally, we don't buy metals directly in our small cap funds, but we do like some businesses that focus on copper, silver, and gold. And these are the metals that are critical to energy transmission and storage with gold also providing some monetary purchasing power safety historically. So the recent pullback in copper prices is probably going to create some opportunities for us. Copper prices lingered at $2 to 250 per ounce for years before spiking to around $4, driven partially by all the speculation about electric vehicles. And now that same copper price has fallen back towards $3, driven by global economic slowdown fears. We like industries where the consensus investor view is fearful, such as copper right now. Silver is also a great electrical conductor and key to clean energy transmission, although much more rare and therefore much more expensive to use. And gold is even more efficient as an electrical conductor, but obviously much rarer and less affordable. That said, silver prices are recently well off highs, and so are gold prices. So there may be some opportunities there very soon. Okay, that's a great overview of the, 
the macro environment. Can we talk about some specific stocks that Northstar finds interesting? Well, Northstar finds a lot of stocks interesting, but our funds own two domestic, small-cap, specialized, non-metal stocks. And those would be United States Lime and Minerals, ticker USLM, and Oil Dry Corp, ticker ODC. U.S. Lime is a manufacturer of lime and limestone products, and they dominate the southern region of the U.S. The stock price today, July 21st, closed around 110, and the company has approximately $17 per share in cash. It's building shareholder value organically as well as through small tuck-in acquisitions, which we like to see, and has a major tailwind from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act passed in November 2021. Another non-metallic we like is oil dry, and it owns absorbent clay that industrial and automotive companies use to clean up spills, as well as agricultural customers use for fertilization, lawn maintenance, and animal health. And they own almost 90 years of supply of this clay, so super niche. And importantly, oil dry has been able to pass on inflationary costs through a variety of price mechanisms and controls. Two other characteristics that we look for in some companies and businesses is it's a family-controlled organization, and they're very committed to a dividend with 19 consecutive years of dividend increases. Wow, that sounds impressive. Uh, Anything you like in metallic materials? I'll take this one. We have owned shares in Sprott, ticker SII, for a few years now. The company operates physical gold and silver and uranium trusts that trade like stocks. We like the new CEO strategy to focus the company on recurring revenue streams and de-emphasize higher risk, higher return businesses that seem better suited to an investment bank or a lending-based financial institution. This should help the multiple over the next decade because more predictable revenue streams tend to get lower discount rates and higher multiples over time. The stock has been as high as the low 50s within the past year but more recently has been in the mid-30s on concerns about rising interest rates, making precious metals less attractive. We think those concerns will dissipate. Okay, so U.S. Lime, Oil Dry, and Sprott are all companies that seem to fit into the North Star six-pillar strategy. Yeah, we think so. And ultimately, all of them could be great profit centers for larger businesses. But if not, we're still confident the management teams at each of these companies can create standalone shareholder value. And we wrote much more detail about the materials sector in the white paper titled Meddling in Materials that's available on our funds website, nsinvestfunds.com. So with that, I would just encourage all the listeners to head there. Thanks, Jim. And Brooke does a terrific job. And thanks to all of you who've listened. And we look forward to presenting the next chapter of our small cap boot camp series, which will be on the healthcare sector in the next couple months. Investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Northstar Microcap Fund and the Northstar Dividend Fund. This and other important information about the funds is contained in the prospectus, which can be obtained by calling 855-580-0900. The prospectus should be read carefully before investing. The Northstar Microcap Fund and the Northstar Dividend Fund is distributed by Northern Lights Distributors, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPIC. 
Financial advice is offered through Northstar Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. Northstar Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of New Edge Securities, Inc. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that Northstar Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which Northstar Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product referenced directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will be equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, Privacy Notice, and Business Continuity Plan Summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.